Welcome into the Gunnersville Broadcast Podcast. I'm Joe Cagle. This week we're going to sit down with Varsity Boys head coach Brett Self. They had two big games um, just a few days ago. Won one, lost one, but still looking very good, looking very strong. Then we're going to sit down with uh, Varsity Girls head coach Kenny Hill. Same with them. They had two big games a few days ago. They won one, they lost one. So they're still looking good. So we're going to see how it's going for them leading into this coming week. Varsity Boys head coach Brett Self. Coach, uh, first and foremost, how did Thanksgiving go for the Self family? It uh, went well. I uh, had a good Thanksgiving. Always good to take time and, and reflect and be uh, reflecting on all that we're thankful for. And uh, it was a good, good, uh, good time with the family. Well, good deal. Um, as far as you know, the season goes, you guys you played a game last weekend um, at Gadsden City. You were able to win that game. Then you go on the road and play a team like Siegel High School up in Tennessee that's, you know, a perennial power. Just talk about those two games and what you saw out of your players. Yeah, you know, we when we made the schedule, we knew that early on we had some tough games, and these were two of the tougher ones uh, there, starting with Gadsden City. Uh, at Gadsden City is always a tough place to play. Saturday night, um, they came in 5-0. and We were coming off the win at ARAB. Still really didn't know what to expect. Um, we weren't really happy with our performance at ARAB. I thought we didn't play hard and physical at times. And then uh, we go to Gaston City and, and kind of put it all together. Um, they're a really good team. And uh, I thought we were able to play a, a good brand of basketball. Got up and down a little bit more. Played a little faster. Uh, definitely had one of our better defend, defensive games um, against them at their place. And I uh, was able to squeak out a victory. We had a lead in the third quarter, got in a little bit of foul trouble. and uh, But our guys hung tough, battled, and, and found a way to win. And that was a big win over a good 7A program. They'll make some noise in 7A. And for us to go on the road early in the year and to find a way to win, I uh, was really proud of our guys and really helped kind of uh, continue to build this foundation we want to approach this season. Yeah, now correct me if I'm wrong, going back to that Gadsden City game, um, I believe Cooper had 20, is that right? And if so, uh, just talk about his play so far. I mean, just through two games or three games now, Cooper seems like he's uh, he's really clicking. Yes, he's, I mean, he's really carrying us. I thought uh, in the A-Rap game, like I said last time we talked, third quarter, he kind of helped stretch it out. And then uh, for this game, he just um, – was was on it all night. Cooper is so talented. He's uh, such a smooth basketball player, uh, inside outside guy. Hit some threes for us in Gaston City late. They kind of helped us uh, find a way to win. But you know he does it on both ends of the floor. He'll get he'll get down and defend uh, one of their better guards, and then offensively he's so explosive, get to the rim. But you know Cooper's just a he's just a ball player. He's a hooper. He he loves the game. He's always in the gym year round, and and it pays dividends. And uh, you know he's only a junior, so. Um, I think he's making a name for himself, um, you know, to play at the next level uh, if that comes about, and, and he's really helped carrying us early in the season. Dylan, then moving on from Saturday, um, Tuesday on into the week, you guys traveled to Franklin, Tennessee to play in a uh, it, it kind of an annual thing that they do up there in Franklin. Yeah, so this is a tournament, and originally we had planned to play all three uh, days in the tournament, um, but due to COVID, we were not allowed to stay overnight, and and, and kind of make a trip out of it, but we still wanted to get a game. We feel like we need to get off the 
mountain and go play some other teams and um, we knew that there was a powerhouse up there and and the coach told me when we scheduled he's like we really don't nobody around here wants to play them i said look we want to play them and uh so he was able to make that work and and allow us to play a good seagull high school team yeah tell us a little bit about that game a little bit about that team and and what you saw out of your team against what like you said one of the better teams in all of tennessee yeah, so they, they made it to the championship game last year of the top. Um, it's 3A, which is our 7A in Alabama, but it's the top uh, classification in Tennessee. Uh, they made it to the championship game last year, and they brought back all but one player. And so we knew that they were going to be um, – you know, we were able to get some film on them early and their first two games where they had uh, scored, I believe, in the 80s and then the 90s in one game. And so we knew they – could light up offensively and we knew that we were not going to be able to score with them at that pace that we had to play uh, strong solid man-to-man defense and we did that you know we kept them in the threshold of the 60s which we thought was manageable for us to uh, find a way to win um, our guys battle I mean they were they were by far the best team I've seen in a long time maybe the best team that we might see all year um, one through five they're starting five are all six three six four six five and taller <laughs> all uh, guard oriented can shoot the three get to the rim very strong yeah, they, they play with a bunch of uh you know they returned everybody from last year so they played with that sense of leadership and sense of senior um you know starting off pride i guess you could say with um just that they weren't going to lose and so we knew we were in a, for a tough challenge uh, facing them and you know it was a good game back and forth um you know, we started off pretty strong had a little lull there in the second third quarter but came battle back i thought we really showed some great toughness down the stretch i think we cut it within two um but you know we did a lot of things to hurt ourselves we missed free throws we were six for nine or three for nine in the first half and then uh, we had some turnovers late in the game that kind of hurt us but for us to go up there against a powerhouse team uh battle um you know put ourselves in positions to find a way to win I was really proud of our guys. There's no moral victories. We talked about that. We're not okay with losing. Um, but at the same time, early in the season, when you're trying to find your identity, uh, you know, we could have rolled over there, but we did. We battled. And I can't tell you how many coaches I've talked to from the Tennessee area that I have no idea that have reached out for film and say, hey, y'all battle those guys as tough as anybody we've seen in a long time. So, um, you know, that always makes you feel good when you can go represent Alabama and, and the brand of basketball we play. I really feel like Marshall County is one of the better basketball counties a lot of good coaches a lot of good talent up here so anytime we can go out of the state and represent them uh is always a you know a good thing for us yeah and i noticed too when i was looking at the at the box score from siegel you had several players that had six or more points one of them being uh kurt blanchard and you had talked about last week about kind of getting uh kurt comfortable in 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 his role in the season to have six points against Siegel, I, that kind of stood out to me. Talk a little bit about him and his play down low. Absolutely. You know, I was talking to Coach Miller, who's our assistant coach, and, and we both uh, were talking on the way up there. And, you know, we, we really wanted Kurt uh, to get some minutes, and we got to use his size down the stretch. You know, he missed all last year, so we're trying to get him back. And But it really was a tough game for him because we felt like they were so guard-oriented. But we put him in the game early. Jarrell got in foul trouble. We put him in, and, and, and he played uh, the best game I've seen him play since he's been up here. I would say one of the better games that he's played in a while. And you might say, well, six points isn't much. But if you look at what he was able to do and how he's able to rebound and block shots and really, more than importantly, defend. I mean, he was defending mm-hmm. guards that 
have committed to play at the next level that are quick, athletic, and shoot a three, and he got into a stance and, uh, you know, was able to defend and contest and switch one through five, which is what we want to do. And it was really um, a very bright spot for us to see him play at a high level. Um, he gives us that that size that we need. It allows us to move Jack to the four. And now you have Jack and Jarrell and Brandon and Cooper and Dwayne all running the floor now with him uh, being down there to rebound. So um, great, great spot on call by you looking at the box score because that really was a, a come-out party for Kerr, and I think it gave him some confidence. And, and uh, now we build upon that and, and allow him to get some more minutes and, and really take that next step for us. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, like I said, I saw that, and it just kind of – it was one of the things that stood out to me. So that's great to hear about about Kurt. Maybe we'll see some more progression as the season goes along. Um, as far as coming up this week, I know originally Albertville was scheduled, but that's been changed a little bit. Just give us a little insight on that. Yeah, due to COVID protocol, we're having to uh, cancel the uh, or reschedule the Albertville game. We will get it rescheduled. That's a big uh, rivalry game for us, so we want to make sure we get that rescheduled. And Coach Hard and I are working on that as we speak. Etowah, we play them on Thursday. That's kind of up in the air right now um, due to uh, them possibly still being in the football playoffs and then uh, COVID protocol. And then also DAR has been on COVID protocol as well. Uh, so that Friday game, which we still feel like we might can still make work, we're just going to have to figure out uh, if the time frames meet each other. So next week's kind of up in the air for us, but we will uh, get that information out as soon as we can on uh, when we get them rescheduled and if there's any games that will be played we'll let everybody know um, and we'll get that out as soon as we get everything scheduled and finalized gotcha now when i played at arab for fair and key we ran an offense called <laughs> read and react it seems like this entire season is going to be read and react <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i agree with you, you know uh, a, lot, a lot of coaches around here a lot of them are dealing with the same thing uh trying to reschedule and, and figure out when they're uh, protocol is up and how we can move games and so it's definitely going to be a, a work in progress but we got a great administration and I know all the all the schools around here have been great to to figure everything out and I think you said it on point we want to figure out what we got to do and react to it and try to reschedule it but at the end of the day we're going to just try to keep these kids safe and put them in the best position to uh, play all the games we can possibly play and just hope that we'll uh, get through the season. Coach, as always, I appreciate it, and we will visit soon. Thank you. And now I'm joined by Gunnersville Varsity Girls head coach Kenny Hill. Coach, first and foremost, how was Thanksgiving with the Hill family? Oh, we had a good Thanksgiving, uh, just kind of stayed to ourselves, kind of uh, isolated and uh, just trying to stay healthy, you know. So It's uh, pretty much what we did, too. <laughs> um, but it was a good one, no complaints. Uh, so last weekend, or actually not the weekend, on Monday night, you guys uh, you guys took on Huntsville High School. And then on Tuesday night, you took on Madison Academy. You played both of those games at Supreme Court. You won one, you lost one. Just talk about those two games and, and what you saw out of your team. Well, um, Huntsville, uh, really good on tape. Uh, 7A school that uh, had, I think they were 4-1 or 5-1 when we played them and uh, had some quality wins. Uh, I think the only loss was uh, Lee of uh, Huntsville, maybe. Mm -hmm. And um, they uh, 
really good on film and everything. I thought we played one of our best games of the year and uh, was able to pull away uh, big in the, in the second half. So it was a, a big win for our girls, and uh, we were really excited uh, about that win and, and the future of our team. Yeah, and something that I noticed immediately watching you guys against Huntsville Monday night, I feel like um, – the potential to, to really have a strong, strong high-low game, um, you know, especially with Jaden Watkins down low, I feel like you guys have got a really good shot of making that a, a very strong point of the offense. Just kind of give me your thoughts on, on how do how you think that high-low game looks uh, early in the season? Well, uh, it's really good because uh, you get high-percentage shots uh, with a girl with size and super athletic. And, um you know, that's one of the uh, focal points of our offense is to uh, make sure that that uh, we can get it down there to her and, and, and she can score. And our girls are bought into it. And, and, again, when you have the right combination and two girls that can run your high-low mm-hmm. and your team's bought in, it's really, really hard to guard. And um, and most teams, uh, like on fire, they just don't have – the team makeup to stop it mm-hmm. as long as we execute correct. It's kind of like if I have a 300-pound offensive line, <laughs> average offensive line, and we just running it straight down your throat every time, <laughs> it's nothing, uh, you know, teams can do to stop it. Exactly. kind of uh, how I feel about us in the high-low game and uh, just being physical and getting points in the paint. And I think in every game we've outscored teams in the paint, so that's huge. Yeah, it, it definitely is, and you guys absolutely did that against Huntsville. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that Madison Academy game. Um, I don't think much needs to be said as far as Madison Academy goes. Everybody knows what kind of program that is. But y'all hung tough with them, even had a chance or leading at the half. Yeah, we was up two uh, with about a minute and eight seconds. Yeah. Uh, girl hadn't hit a shot all game, hit the three in a the corner. And they went up one, and they were just more seasoned and uh, the guards more poised that uh, – at finishing the game, it had a playoff atmosphere, and uh, I think Madison Academy uh, is probably uh, in probably one of the hardest areas there is with them and Hazel Green and Athens. Uh, they're very seasoned. Uh, they beat a Hartsville team uh, by about 10, 11 points that had already has already beaten Ramsey. So that tells you how good Madison Academy mm-hmm. is to be able to beat Hartsville and Hartsville beat Ramsey. Um, and that's probably a top five, you know, top eight team in 6A uh, this year. Uh, the point guard is already uh, committed. I think signed with Faulkner, the girl down low 14. I think she scored 22, 23 on us. She's um, she's uh, going to play somewhere in college. Uh, obviously, she's really, really, really good. Uh, and they just well coached, uh, played a lot of basketball. Those two uh, seniors that they have. Uh, plus the principal's daughter, uh, Privet. Uh, they've been playing since ninth and eighth grade on their varsity and made multiple trips to the Final Four. But, I, you know, like I said, I thought we battled. Uh, they, uh, you know, the difference in the game was we had 16 turnovers. They had only 10. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest difference was getting to the free throw line. You know, we were four for six from the free throw line. They were 14 for 17 from oh, the free throw wow. line. So when you, when you add that up, that's – that's a plus 10 margin in their favor. And, uh, you know, you just can't go down minus 10 in the free throw battle. And um, we just got to do a better job at, uh, at, at not avoiding contact and getting the contact so we can get to a free throw line more. 
Yeah, and you had said, I remember in the preseason we talked and talked about the month of November, how it's kind of a month to uh, to test the oil. So you get to play a team like Madison Academy and, com- and compete like you did. You, while there are things to correct, I'm sure you got to be happy with the effort. Yeah, I mean, when you go back and look at the tape and look at the, the stats and all of those, I mean, we won the rebound battle 31 to uh, 19. Uh, we made more field goals. Uh, you know, and shot a high percentage, uh, really defended them well. The, you know, the biggest difference was we turned it over a little bit more and we, we fouled them a little bit too much. And, and, and they were smart enough not to foul us. And uh, I think, you know, two months from now, we won't we won't foul as much and we'll be smart enough to guard, guard people throughout the, the entirety of a game and not foul and, and then work on getting to the free throw line a little more. We just, you know, we got to get to the free throw line mm-hmm. a little more than six times and, and that's just, that comes from, you know, not avoiding contact, uh, making sure we pound it in. And we got away from getting it inside to Watkins and uh, in, the, in the third quarter. And, and really the third quarter is, is where we lost the game. I think we got outscored uh, pretty significantly in the third quarter and, and that was the difference in the game really. Yeah, and then, then moving ahead, I know that, you know, on the boys' side of things, they're having some issues with COVID protocol. What's this week looking like uh, for the girls? Um, we'll, um, we're obviously not going to get to play the Albertville game. With Albertville's girls being quarantined and, and our boys being quarantined. Uh, Edouard, you know, it's up in the air. Uh, that football team's still in the playoffs. We're obviously not going to play the boys' game because <laughs> our boys are quarantined. Yeah. But uh, there's a chance we could still play that girls' game, and uh, that coach is supposed to be letting me know what they want to do and what we're going to do Thursday. But we're ready to go play that game on Thursday and then host DAR on Friday. You know, we're just hoping everybody stays healthy and everything keeps uh, going smooth with the, with, with the girls' program. Good deal. Coach, I appreciate it as always, and we'll visit again soon. All right, man. I, I appreciate it. Okay. Okay.